Welcome to Shape by Faith with your host, Teresa Rowe. To find out more about Shape by Faith and Teresa Rowe, please visit shapebyfaith.com or visit the YouTube channel, Facebook, or Instagram. And now, here is Teresa Rowe. Welcome to Shape by Faith, where we shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. Well, my guest today is a very special guest. He comes on about once a year, I believe, Rick Rhodes. He is a committee member for the National Day of Prayer, and it's that time of the year. It's an exciting time. So, Rick, welcome back to Shape by Faith. Thank you, Teresa. Thank you so much for having us back. Absolutely. So let's just give people a recap of, you know, how the National Day of Prayer was started and why. Okay. Uh, the National Day of Prayer was actually started by Abraham Lincoln. It uh, called for a day of, of prayer. Um, but in uh, 1952, uh, President Truman uh, declared a National Day of Prayer, uh, but not a specific date. And then in 1988, um, President Ronald Reagan uh, designated to be the first Thursday of May. And it's been that way for this is our 70th year. Wow. Congratulations. That's a, that's a long time. Now, I know I know you've been involved with this event for a long time. So so how many years have you been involved and how did you get, you know, involved with this group? Well, um, I'm not real sure how long I've been involved, Teresa, somewhere around 30 years. Wow. Uh, one of the committee, member, uh, committee members uh, years ago, um, uh, I was talking to her one day and she was talking about it and, and brought me some signs, uh, the place where I worked. And um, she said, next year we can use some help if you'd like to be on the committee. And I said, yeah, sure. Give me a call. And so she did. And that's I've been there. <laughs> since. So. And uh, you have some valuable help, obviously. Uh, so there's got to be a lot of volunteers involved in this. I know there's a core group, but how many people, you know, does it take to bring this event together? Uh, actually, not as many as you would think. Uh, mm -hmm. There are um, uh, four of us on the core committee, uh, and then there are uh, about three of us on the sidelines that do different things uh, that that help. Uh, but as far as the as the meetings, there's uh, four of us this year. Uh, last year we had five. We had one uh, one person that got off this year. Uh, so they've come and gone over the years. We were just discussing that at our meeting uh, last week of how many different people have been on the committee over the past 30 years or so, or how long that Connie and I have been on this uh, committee, um, just talking about different ones. And, you know, God brings them in for a season and then he takes them out and brings somebody else. And uh, that's right. so that's, yeah. So what do you enjoy most about being involved with the national day of prayer? Um, gosh. Um, I, I guess just to bring awareness, um, you know, to our, um, to the, to the, the country of how important prayer is and how important it is that we would as a nation get back to the principles that we were founded on. Mm -hmm. uh, um, you know, it's one of the most, uh, we feel is one of the most important days in our nation. Um, you know, we have um, thousands of national day of prayer events. There'll be um, millions of people praying on that day and not just in the United States surprise that there are other countries that uh, pray with us as well. Oh, really? Uh, I didn't know that. Yes. So it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's quite an event, um, you know, of, of, around the, around the nation. Um, you know, in the, in the, uh, every president except for, uh, since Ronald Reagan, every president except, um, two have, um, have had a, a national prayer breakfast that mm -hmm. they've held hosted at the white house. 
two presidents have two presidents have not, but they, every other president has since uh, 1988 when Ronald Reagan first established that as the first Thursday of May. And that that definitely gives the example, you know, that prayer is important from the top, you know, from the top officials. So what do the scriptures tell us about prayer? Well, I mean, uh, you don't have to read scripture very long at all to to uh, tell us that, you know, prayer is uh, prayer is very important. Um, I think one of the things that uh, Jesus emphasizes is the persistence of prayer, mm-hmm. uh, uh, that we keep persisting and that we we keep, you know, no matter what we keep we keep praying uh, and uh, and crying out to God for our needs. Um, and, um, you know, I think that's. I think that's probably the biggest message about prayer that Jesus emphasizes. And I also think that, you know, his witness of how many times we read that he goes up to the mountain or goes off to his cell and spends the night in prayer or gets up early and goes out in prayer, that how, how um, important that is in our lives as, as Christians. Absolutely. And, you know, God hears our prayers, you know that, but I, you know, I know there's sometimes when um, people don't feel that like, they will pray and and they don't maybe think that God hears their prayers, but he does. His word says that all those who trust in him, he hears from them. And we know that scripture that it says where two or three are gathered in his name, there he is in the midst of them. And I, I think that is so key and so theme for the national day of prayer, you know, Absolutely. the importance of just gathering together where, where, you know, you could have two or three people, you could have hundreds of people. So, yeah. Or um, of people, it, it turns out for the national prayer, prayer that, you know, so we know God is, is in our midst and, you know, we, I know we, we've all prayed for things and we didn't get what we wanted, but God knows what we need. Uh, and when we need it, uh, his timing is not ours by any means. Um, and so we just have to, we just have to trust him that he, he knows what he's doing. He's in charge. And like you said, be persistent. Be yeah. persistent. Don't stop. Just continue. Yeah. You know, and his word also says that pray all the time. And some people I've heard him say, well, I don't know how we can do that. You know, pray all the time. I've got to work and I've got to raise kids and this and that. Exactly. But you can have a mindset of prayer. You can go about your day prayerfully, including exactly. God in everything that you do. And I, I think it's really simple, Rick. I think we complicate things. <laughs> You know, yeah. Um, yeah. So tell us about the theme for this year's prayer event. Oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And I had that. Hold on. Um, Yeah. While you're uh, thinking about that, what day is the event this year? Okay. And where does this take place? Yeah. uh, This year is um, the date is Thursday, May the 5th. Um, Okay. It, um, it's the same, um, um, same, um, format that we, um, that we have, uh, have had for several years. We have a, uh, event at the, at the courthouse, mm-hmm. um, at noon. We actually, we started at 1130 for, um, uh, the circle of good news. Uh, and, and what is that, um, Rick? Can you go over what the circle of good news? Cause people hear about that, but they don't know what that is. Maybe if they've old. never been involved. Right. Uh, so the circle of good news is um, we have approximately um, 360 people or so uh, that um, uh, read the, the scripture. Uh, we circle the courthouse um, and um, 
um, so people stand on the sidewalk facing the courthouse. Um, they're given a scripture verse to start reading and they read for 20 minutes. So if we have 365 people, um, the entire Bible will be read in that 20 minute span. It is a pretty awesome thing to experience. It just really is a pretty awesome thing to, yeah. to experience, uh, just to, um, just to, um, just to see, uh, that many people and they're, they're reading out loud, but just softly, mm-hmm. um, you know, to the, you know, and they're, they're just, uh, um, you know, pro- proclaiming the word as, as the scripture tells us to do. And, um, so it's, it's quite an awesome sight. Uh, we also have the availability this year that um, if you can't be there in person because, um, you know, people have lunch hours and, you know, downtown is sometimes hard to park and that kind of stuff. Um, you can go to our website, which is Facebook on Spiral National Day of Prayer. Uh, there's a phone number there you can call and say, I need a scripture verse. And they'll give you a scripture verse to start. And you start reading at 1130 and read for 20 minutes. Will they be um, able to see it online, Rick, this year? They will at the same uh same website, Facebook, Owensboro National Day of Prayer. Okay. Uh, so they can go there. They can watch it all online. I know the hospital has, um, has I guess it, they've set up a room or something uh-huh. uh, for people that want to, to pray the Bible uh, during the, the circle of good news. Um, and so uh, we're giving out quite a few scriptures for there that will, for people that want to, they can't leave the hospital for, because of, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just their jobs and uh, to be there to, to, uh, to enjoy the, the, the circle of good news. So That's it's really a, neat. Oh, it's, no. it's just, it's just awesome to walk around and, and listen to the, to the word to being proclaimed, you know, and it's by, you know, people sitting in lawn chairs because they're old like me and they can't stand that long. And there's, you know, and there's, <laughs> but there's, there's children there too. <laughs> and, and there's kids there. And, you know, it's just, there's a whole gamut of, of people and it's just, uh, it, it's just awesome. It's it just is. awesome. It is. We're going to take a real quick break right here. We'll be back with more Shape by Faith. So everyone stay tuned. Welcome back to Shape by Faith, where we shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. My guest is Rick Rhodes. He's a committee member for the National Day of Prayer. And Rick said that it is on the first Thursday of May, which would be May the 5th. And what time does it start, Rick? Is the Circle of Good News starts at 1130. 11. Um, now, what time do people need to be there? Um, about 11, 15, 11, 20, just to find their spot where they want to be. Um, if uh, like I say if they need to, to, to sit, they can't stand that long. Just bring a lawn chair uh, mm-hmm. and just sit. Just don't block the sidewalk so that people can still walk behind you um, right. and um, and be ready to start praying at 1130. Um, the shofars are blown at 1130, which um, announces that that time to start. Um, and, Can you explain uh, the significance of that, Rick? Why? Because some people listening, they may, you know, what is a shofar and why are you doing that? Yeah, but the, a shofar is, is, is just a horn mm-hmm. uh, that the Jewish people um, blew for events. But probably the most significant is that, you know, at um, at three o'clock when um, f- for the festival that the Jewish people have in the day that Jesus died, that shofar was blown at three o'clock the, the day that, that the time that Jesus died. And that would have been the time that uh, lambs would have been slaughtered for sacrifice at that same time. Mm-hmm. So a, a big significance for us. Yes. Yeah, for us as Christians. That's right. So I, I understand there's a teen rally. So why don't you uh, tell us all about that one? Okay. The teen rally is on um, uh, Wednesday night, the night before the National Day of Prayer. It's This year it's being held at uh, Pleasant Valley Community Church. Okay. Uh, it's at six o'clock. 
um, for all youth groups or anybody that wants to come for that matter. Um, and it's just a time of um, prayer and praise and worship uh, for about an hour. Um, so it's a, uh, it, it's, it's great to see the young people uh, involved in that and, uh, you know, just praying and, and praising and uh, praising God and, uh, you know, just uh, spend some time with him uh, as, you know, as 16, 15, 14, whatever, you know, whatever middle school and high school uh, kids. Uh, so it's, it's, it's just really good. Yeah. And it's so good to get the youth involved. I mean, there, I can't imagine being a teenager in this day and age um, with all this technology and everything going on. I think it's super challenging for them. And it's it so important that they know that God is real. He's so available to them and they can pray yep. and God hears them. So, you know, a lot of youth don't know that. So I hope the ones that do know the Lord will invite those who do not. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Amen yeah. to that. So who's leading praise and worship at, you know, at the event on the um, fifth on the national day of prayer? You know, um, Teresa, to be um, I never can, it's Kathy Hardesty and a, a group that yeah. she's in, but there's a, there's a, there's a name, um, Got a program in my truck. That's where I'm going. Oh, that's um, okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, Kathy's amazing, and her. Yeah, she is the praise um, team with her. It just says Owensboro worship leaders, um, but yeah. there is another name um, for them. There's about um, there's about nine or ten that will be leading uh, prayer. And, I mean, a praise and worship uh, and music. Um, so it's going to be um, it's going to be quite. Well, it always is just it's just unbelievable. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the praise and the worship and the music, it's always you know, it's always good. We are moving um, our location just um, always before. If you were facing the courthouse, um, the front of the courthouse, we were on to the right. Well, this year we're going to be in the center, um, oh. in the center of the courthouse lawn there. Um, so uh, same location, really. We're just moving, you know, down a few yards Um just to give us a little better, um, a little better coverage for our uh, uh, online, uh, mm -hmm. for those that are, are watching online. It what about rain? If it's raining, um, what happens? Okay, so we always say it's not going to rain. <laughs> That's um, right. Because, <laughs> because we're going to be praying that it's not. That's right. But um, <laughs> and the, it, it has rained a few times. If it rains, we're going to move to First Baptist Church. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, except for the circle of good news, and if it's raining for that. Um, just bring an umbrella. Bring your umbrella uh, because that, that's work. gonna that's gonna happen at the courthouse regardless of the weather. Um, yeah, you know, and it's um, uh, one. Well, since I've been on the committee, I think it's rained. I think twice. Oh, um, yeah. Best I remember, uh, and one time we went to the courthouse that um, some of the people that worked at the courthouse were actually. Um, very excited that it was inside because, because they got to listen to the music and the prayers while they were working. Um, so, you know, it's just amazing how God works in, in those things that we think, Oh, my office is going to rain. It's going to just be bad. It, you know, God's God got always a plan. knows. He's, that's right. Uh, he always knows. He's, he's in control. Um, you know, there's you know, always, a, that, that's, I'm sorry for talking over you. There's always an amazing testimony. It seems in the events yes. that I have, you know, attended before. And I yes. think, you know, just listening to someone share their heart on what God has done for them and where he's brought them yes. from. It's, it's just so touching. And it is. 
you know, if people come in and, and listen to the testimonies, they'll be inspired and motivated to want to know Christ for themselves or go deeper with him because, you know, it's, it, it's their story, their true story. Yes. So yes. Are, are there other speakers at the event? There are, uh, there's, um, well, we have seven, seven topics of prayer that we, that we pray for. Uh, we, we also have a testimony. Um, Kathy Mullins will be singing um, the Star Spangled Banner. Okay. Um, okay. Kathy Mullins, her son uh, was killed in Afghanistan, like Afghanistan yeah. several mm-hmm. years ago. Um, and uh, she will be singing. So people, um, people know her. She's um, amazing. Her. She has just got such a heart to help. She people. does and mm-hmm. ha- has done such good things out of the tragedy that uh, losing her son um, and which has just been a blessing that have people have been blessed because of what she's done um, since yes. uh, her son's death. Uh, you know, just, you know, God uses everything. He does. So, uh, you know, regardless of what it is, uh, uh, there's some pastors praying. There's just some, you know, just some, just some people praying. Um, you know, we have um, pray for churches. We pay for family. We pay for healthcare and for, and first responders. We pay for government, for military business, for education and for media. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the topics that we, that we uh, pray for. Um, and were those and topics then, chosen by the national day of committee? Um, not um, by the local, but by the national, by the, the national, mm-hmm. except for the healthcare and first responders. We added that after, um, uh, after the pandemic um, in 2000, well, we've been 2020, um, but after the pand- pandemic hit in 2019 and 2020, we added that healthcare and first responders. And I'm not sure that the national uh, has done that. Right. Well, they right. definitely need to be lifted up in prayer. Amen. Yes, they do. Yes, yes. They do. I think it's awesome. To, you know, why is it so important to pray for our government? I mean, just, I know it's kind of obvious, but when we're praying for our government, Rick, um, just kind of simply stated, how should we pray for our government? Yeah, I, I think for just uh, wisdom and guidance, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and that they would just be open to the Lord uh, and to what he is trying to be, what he's telling them to um, to do. Um, and, uh, you know, just that, you know, they seek his guidance and not, you know, uh, I mean, it's okay to seek guidance from uh, from wiser people than, than you, but, um, but, you know, the, the main source is, is God and, and just to, to seek his guidance and wisdom and what, you know, what's the best direction for our country. Um, and, um, you know, we, we, we need to see more of that, um, you know, and I'm not saying they're not, it's just that, um, you know, we're not going in the direction that we, that we as Christians would like us to see. Right. And, you know, it's so important for all of us to be praying for our government and our local officials here. And like Rick said, for wisdom and for guidance. I mean, we, we really should be lifting them up. Um, yes. it, I think it's our responsibility as a Christ follower to pray for our government, to pray for the, I mean, they're the ones that are, <laughs> that are in charge, you know, exactly. after all, and God can use anybody. In position. That's exactly right. I mean, we, exactly right. we read the word and, and you see that in, even in the Old Testament. So uh, we're going to take another quick break. OK, Rick, when we come back, I would love to hear a few inspirational stories from you about the impact of the National Day of Prayer. So we'll be right back. Everyone stay tuned. 
Welcome back to Shape by Faith. Rick Rhodes, committee member for the National Day of Prayer, is um, on today, and he is sharing with us the event, and we're going to go over the dates and all that. But before we do that, Rick, um, do you have maybe a personal story that you would like to share about the power of prayer? Uh, actually, Teresa, I do. Um, I I had some serious back problems, uh, and well, I, I heard it the first time in 1972, and I've and over the years, I've had four surgeries. The last one was in 2004. Um, I, I was still, uh, even after the last surgery, which I was supposed to be no pain after that, I was still in a lot of pain. And um, I mean, to the point that I um, I lost my job because of it. And um, um, I, I was uh, taking uh, morphine. Um, and it's only by the grace of God that I didn't overdose uh, on morphine because I was, I was, I would be in so much pain that it wasn't time to take another pill, but I didn't care. Um, and then in 2006, uh, actually my son found a um, clinic in, in at Cleveland clinic called a chronic pain rehabilitation clinic. And we went up there and I spent a month and, and the purpose of the clinic is to teach you how to live with the pain and not let it control your life. But just by a miracle of God, I just don't have the pain that I, that I had uh, then. And, um, my doctor, after uh, after I came back from Cleveland Clinic and was was um, not healed completely, but like I said, I mean, I was just there's no comparison um, to what I could do. I was I had to walk with a cane at times. Uh, I didn't feel like going anywhere. Uh, lots of times, uh, it was it was it was bad. Um, but when I came home uh, after that, and I, the first time I went to the doctor, and I was telling him about it, and and he said, I never told you, but you only probably had three to five years to live because you were taking so much pain medication. It was going to destroy your organs. Oh, um, wow. And that was in 2006, in May of 2006. Um, and, and I still have some pain. It's, I'm, I'm not I'm not pain free, but uh, I'm I'm so much better than I was. And at the time, I was a, a manager of a, of a business and I had a lot of sales reps uh, across the country. And a lot of them were, were Christians. And uh, and so they were praying for me. They had um they had uh, their churches praying for me. Um, and um, so I, I had literally had people praying for me all over the country. Uh, and um, I said, and just, you know, God just uh, answered that prayer. And um, like I said, I still have some pain, but it's nothing compared to what it was in wow. 2000. So never underestimate the power of prayer. That's right. And never give up. You know, that's the thing. You know, I started, I hurt my back the first time in 1972. And this was in 2006 that mm. um, that, that happened. And um, so for me, there was people, I was praying a lot, you know, between then and then. But um, so, you know, as the scripture tells us, be persistent, you know, keep praying. Because, um, you know, God wants us to, God wants us to be persistent. That's right. Did you, you know, Rick, when, when God, you know, when that miracle happened and, and you were healed, although you still had a little bit, did you feel anything in spe you know, specifically, do you, I mean, did it just happen? No, it was kind of a gradual, uh, but the first, first kind of sign of that is because I was on so much morphine they, and they took the morphine away from me. And, you know, I, and I never had a withdrawal symptom. I mean, it, and they were amazed at that at the clinic that I never had a withdrawal symptom. And um, which, because my body would have been, should have been, you know, just craving that, 
morphine. Um, And it it didn't. Um, But, you know, as I was, I spent a month there and um, just as the month uh, went on, um, you know, I would just have less pain and less pain. And, and then like I said, I, I still have some, but Nothing like it was. So oh, praise, you know, praise God. The Lord. That's right. <laughs> wow. Thank you for sharing that. That's that's pretty Absolutely. incredible. And and again, yeah. that's just a testimony to the power of prayer. Like you said, don't give yeah. up. Never give yeah, up. Be persistent. Right. All right. So why don't you go over the event um, date again, where it is, okay. and just give us the uh, details again. Okay. Uh, so we have a teen rally on Wednesday night at. Um, Pleasant Valley Community Church at six o'clock. Uh, and then, and it's not just for teens, it's for anybody, but youth groups are invited to that. Uh, and then uh, on Thursday, May the 5th, uh, we have the Circle of Good News, which is a reading of the Bible at 1130 from 1130 to, to 1120. And then at um, 1120 to about 1220, so it lasts about an hour, uh, is the prayer and praise and worship service that we have. How many people do you expect to show up, Rick? Oh, I'm a lousy guess of a of, <laughs> of numbers, but we, we've um, we, we, there's several hundred people there at the courthouse. Mm-hmm. Um, it will depend on the weather, of course. Uh, but um, you know, every year we have um, I don't know four, five, six, seven hundred people. Um, you know, it's um it, it it's a big deal. Um, that's right. So, and bring your and, kids and out. Look, you can bring your kids out, right? And the strollers right. is fine. Yes, you can bring your kids out, and um, and we do it at the courthouse because it's the center of our of our representative of our of, of our county, mm-hmm. uh, which you know, in turn kind of represents the nation. So that's the that's the reason it's at the courthouse. That's right, and and you know it's an honor to be able to do it on the courthouse lawn and to have our city right. officials on board with that as well, because I'm exactly. sure there's some areas of the country where that's maybe not allowed, but um, they very well could be. Yeah. We're uh, thankful. We're, we're, very, yes. we're very blessed that they allow us to use the courthouse. That's right. Well, Rick, I want to thank you so much for coming on shape by faith and updating us on the national day of prayer. So everyone, um, Go ahead and attend Thursday, May the 5th, uh, show up at 1115 and get ready to read the word and to be inspired and pray. Yep. And get ready to be blessed. That's Um, right. You know, just to get that with that many people, you know, with the one with the one goal of just worshiping and praying to God. I mean, that's just awesome to be a part of. Absolutely. Teresa, thank you so much for having us on. We surely appreciate it. You're welcome. And thank you for listening, everyone. I'm Teresa Rowe. Have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to Shape by Faith with Teresa Rowe. Remember to visit shapebyfaith.com to find out more about workouts, the TV show, podcasts, blogs, Shape by Faith products, and much more.